top gang. What's the deal? Why do I always come on here and take deep breaths and shit? Like, no. The reason why I'm taking a deep breath is because this episode is going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm going to be very... I'm always transparent with you guys, but it's just so much that I've been taking in. So much that I've been just like opening up to and just becoming more woke and more aware, right? So the name of this episode is called What Happened to Virgil? I was on a list. Um, And I want to explain that because it's so crazy, right? So um, Virgil is the name that we're going to use to refer to somebody that I'm speaking of. Because ultimately what this episode is about is just, it's about so much shit. I'm just, I'm just say that. Right. So I, um, in my journey, right. Cause I have embarked on this journey of self-awareness and just like genuine healing. Right. Um, a lot of things have happened along the way and I'm grateful for it all because I just feel like God makes no mistakes. Right. And in this healing journey, I feel like, um, in order to, for me, speaking for myself, in order to, um, I came to the realization that in order to genuinely heal, I had to tap into myself um, and strengthen all um, aspects of me. Um, so I had to um, tap into my um, emotions. I had to tap in to the physical healing, the emotional healing, the mental healing, and the spiritual healing, right? So um, I feel like there were just certain steps that I needed to make um, to just get closer to my purpose, right? Um, And I have lost people along the way, and that's okay um, because you know, the love is not lost. It's just more so like, it just is what it is. And I am fully content with the people that come and go into my life. Like I've gotten to a point in my life where I am a hundred percent content with, and I a hundred percent accept the fact that people are going to come and go. Does it matter? Um, what force they were to me? Um, people are lessened and blessings. You know what I mean? Ultimately, I'm gaining something out of everything. So, um, yeah, so I am going to talk about, um, okay. So before, let me backtrack, right? So before I get into the hot, um, and one of the pastors that, one of my favorite pastors that I follow, um, refers to that, you know, that acronym HOT stands for humble, open, and transparent, right? So before I um, get into it, I just want to let you guys know and just put it out there that this is a very humble, open, and transparent conversation, right? Um, so in, while I'm on this journey, um, you know, there were people in my life, and it's crazy because 
I was, I was sitting here just chilling. Um, and normally what I do, um, during my free time is I'll write in my journal, I'll read, um, or just soak in the singleness of just being by myself. Right. And, um, it was one of those things where God kind of talks to people in different ways. Some people can actually hear what he says. Um, some people feel it. So I'm one of those people that like feel um, and like hear. Um, so something was moving me to go back to one of these series from my favorite pastor. And it is called um, the reason why he is my favorite and I enjoy um, and he makes this journey, this spiritual journey so like fulfilling is because of the fact that like um he breaks people like he breaks things down um he breaks because the bible is overwhelming in itself so i feel like the fact that he takes um the specific topic that god calls him to speak on um and preach and he breaks it up into series i feel like it's so like essential for me um and it allows me to really like engage and really soak up and contain the ultimate message, right? So the main message that kind of like drove me to him and kind of like made him my favorite. I don't want to say that because I just feel like all pastors are like good. But um, the first series that kind of like led me to him was the relationship goal series. And it's crazy because when I first heard it, it was so good. And it was just like, wow, like it was so impactful. And I felt like I was t like really touched by it and so inspired. Um, and that is what led me to continue to um, listen to him. Right. So in this series, like like I said, he breaks the, he breaks his sermons down into series and he's so relatable. And I love that about him. Love the fact that he's so relatable and he's so transparent. And, you know, I feel like pastors have this stigma where they feel like they need to be because they are a representative of God. Right. They have to, you know, be this ultimate person. And it's just like you can be that and not and still be relatable and still be transparent and still be honest and still be, you know, just be all of those things. Right. So, um. I listened, I followed the entire series and was so moved by it, but something told me to go back to it, right? Because I just feel like when you're in this like moment of like, and when you're in, when you choose to like genuinely heal from the inside out, right? Um, I feel like it's so hard, you know, I, I don't want it, like, I don't ever want to you know, come off as this is one of the easiest things that I've done in my life because it's not. Um, I feel like this is one of the hardest things that I've done because of the fact that it's so easy to give into temptation. It's so easy to be unaligned. Like it's, so, it's, that's way more easier than to stay focused, stay present, stay aware. Right. So something told me to go back to this. Um, um, series and it went, um, the one that I was 
driven to the most was there was two. It was like the first series and the last, like the first like series, like it was like the first um was the first week and the last week. And mind you, I, it was eight. It's eight weeks, and I listened to. I went back to the first one and the last one, and um. Oh, it, I, I wish that, you know, if you guys have a chance and you guys have a minute and want to just, and, and you need reassurance and you need confirmation, um, I will definitely just go on YouTube and type in Transformation Church Relationship Goals um, Series 1 through 8. So I listened to the first one and the first one he just talks about, um, how to, um, how, you know, God wants us to win in relationships and how from the time that, the time that we are born and we're growing up, um, you know, we're programmed to think, um, like they even have little songs about it. Like, you know, such and such sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby in a baby carriage, right? And this is something that's instilled in us. Um, cause most people, most kids have heard that song growing up, right? So in our minds, um, being as though we learn the most that we're going to learn cognitively the first five years of our lives, right? This is something that's programmed in us. So, um, it's what we think is right, right? You think that, um, first you meet somebody that you love and then you get married and then you have babies, um, so he goes in detail on how that necessarily, in order to win in relationships, that's not the process. It's not how it works. So, and this is me just trying to paraphrase, um, like 45 minutes of a, of a sermon into like two seconds. Right. So he says that there's steps, right? So, and there's seasons that you have to be, um, that you have to go through and remain true in those seasons and, you know, be okay and comfortable in those seasons, right? So the first season is like singleness. Then the next season is um, intentional dating because ultimately God wants you to be with somebody. You know what I mean? God made somebody for everybody. So first is singleness versus intentional dating. Then it's engagement then marriage, then love, then ultimately reproduction, right? So when he's saying this, I'm in my head, I'm thinking like, I'm like, you're supposed to marry somebody and you can marry somebody and not really love them. And, you know, that didn't make sense to me, but it didn't make sense because of the fact that growing up, I learned that there was a completely different process, right? So he goes on to explaining that, you know, marriage ultimately is the, you have to be okay in the singleness, right? And in the singleness, because as, as you go through each season and you master each season, um, marriage is supposed to work. You know what I mean? So when you go through the singleness, you go through the intentional dating, just standing firm on your morals and your principles, um, that leads ultimately to marriage because ultimately the, in, in the intentional dating part, you're supposed to, you know, put yourself in a position to attract and, um, somebody that is 
like God, right? So um, he, he threw me off with the whole marriage before love thing, but then broke it down and was just like, you know, being as though marriage, um, he goes on to say that, you know, um, we confuse love with that other four letter L word, which is lust. Um, because ultimately when you marry somebody and you commit yourself to that person, it's like you're marrying somebody that's like God. Um, and that relationship is supposed to kind of mirror the relationship that you have with God, right? And the relationship that God has with you and the fact that, you know, it's one of those things where it's sacrificial and like the, your person, you're supposed to sacrifice, like the person that you marry ultimately is somebody that you would sacrifice your life for, like God sacrificed his life for us, right? So I was just like, wow, that's good. Like, it makes sense. Like, that, it makes sense, right? So I'm listening and I'm listening. And I feel like sometimes I need to hear that because it's just one of those things where, like, I feel like society kind of, kind of makes it, like, make it seems like you're tripping for um, having all these standards and having all these morals and, like, understanding like the moment that you understand that um, the people that are in your life um, are only meant to be in your life for a moment um, and we kind of hold on to that. It's just like, it's crazy to me. Like it all made sense, right? So the last series, it was, it was when do we know that it's supposed to end? Right. And he's not just talking about relationships. He's talking about um, friendships, partnerships with business partners, um, family, everything, any type of relationship that you may have in this world. Right. And um, he talks about how, um, you know, sometimes we tend to hold on to people for um, like they may have one good characteristic or one, there's one good benefit um, that you gain from having this person in your life. And then the, the metaphor that he uses is, you know, if you're dying of thirst, right? And someone gives you a glass of water, a full tall glass of water, but they tell you that there is one drop of cyanide in it or some type of poison in it, would you drink it? And I was like, oh. Like I got chills. I was just like, my God, like this is so good. So it kind of made me reflect because a lot of times we hold on to that one good thing about that person. That person can have 50 million bad traits, but we hold on to that one specific good trait that benefits us and that we benefit off of. And it's one of those things where it's like, nope, can't let go. I can't let go. This person came into my life for a reason, but it, and, but he continues to say like, you know, um, when God's going to bless us, he brings people in our lives. And when the devil is trying to test us, he brings people in our lives. So it's so hard for us to decipher. And I feel like that's a power struggle for a lot of us because of the fact that we hold on to things that we have no business holding on to like history. You know what I mean? Or like I said, like that one good quality from that person and that 
that kind of cancels out all the other hardships that this person brings to you. And those are, the one, those are the things that I'm learning in my life in this moment is the fact that, you know, it doesn't matter what good quality it is. If there's more negative than positive, you know what I mean? Or if this person doesn't bring me closer to my purpose, doesn't bring me, doesn't make me feel closer to God, then I just have to let it go. You know what I mean? And um, those are things that I'm standing on. Those are like, I don't allow anybody to make me feel like, you know, this isn't right. This isn't real. Right? So um, there was a struggle with me. Um, there was Virgil. And I'm going to refer to this person as Virgil, right? I found out that um, in conversation that, you know, mainly guys, but I have learned that some of my female acquaintances and my female friends do have a list also. Um, they have a list. So when you like listen to me say that and you hear me say that, Eva, what do you mean a list, right? So let me explain and remember the reference name of the person that I'm speaking of is Virgil. So, and that's so funny. And I know that if he were to listen to this episode, because once upon a time, he used to listen to my episodes. So Virgil, if you're out there listening, he knows exactly who I'm talking about. So, um, uh, the list, right? The list that I'm talking about. So guys and females, people have this list, right? I guess you go through you know, on the weekends, mainly, um, if you're busy during the week and your free times on the weekends, you have this list when you want to unwind, right? And you go through this list and you see who's available, who's not. And, you know, you make, you have, I feel like, not, I feel like, so certain people have this list of people for whatever reason that they hold on to, you know, it's not my prerogative to know those reasonings, but People have that handful of people that they always attempt to revert back to, right? So um, I found out the reason why I found out that I was on this list, right? So just to give you a little background of me and Virgil's experience, right? Virgil's somebody that I used to deal with. Um, and I was very, very involved, very in it, just because of the fact that to me, his approach, um, just the way that, you know, the way that it started, it was just like, to me, it was just like, oh, oh, like it was so like heavy and it was so dope. And it was just like, you know, I'm big on conversation. Anybody that knows me knows that I love a good intellectual conversation. The moment that I feel like I can't converse with you and I can't express myself to you or you or you, you give me like, you're not engaged or you're not interested or you're like, you're acting like you care, but I can see right through it. It's like, that's like a turnoff for me, right? So um, I'm talking to this guy and we're talking for months, you know what I mean? Like, so involved, like, it's like heavy. Like, I'm just like, Yo, this is my husband. Like, I can sit here and talk to this person and it's a wide range of conversations, not, not anything in specific. And then ultimately, you know, he was, he had no problem like 
showing his affection. He had no problem showing his attraction to me, which I feel like that is such like that's such a an attraction for me. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. I like to be sweated. Like I like when a guy sweats me, but not not in a like a lusty way, but you sweat me in the sense of like you know, you just feel like, you are so beautiful, like, just randomly, like, that to me is just a love language for me, right, so, Virgil, we're talking for months, and, yo, we're talking for months, and we're not even, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> so, I'm just like, yeah, this is my husband, like, I already, like, I want to know your ring size, so when you propose, I have the wedding band on the tuck, like, that's what it is, right, so, that's what it was. So when ultimately um, things reached the next level and we were intimate, it was just like we I was so connected to him um, intellectually, mentally, emotionally, that when the physical came, it was just like that was just like a Red Bull to the relationship that we had. Um, not saying that we were in a relationship. Let me just sidebar that and like clarify that because we weren't in a relationship um but once the intimate part came in it was just like ooh, like <laughs> yo I was like yeah this is my husband like I'm giving him the babies that I'm gonna have yeah he's having them like he's gonna be the daddy right so um and things were good after that like things were great then, you know, things change and things, you know, time, I have a love and hate connection with time because time always reveals, time always exposes the truth. You know what I mean? Because people can only live certain facades for so long, right? So things started to take a turn for a not so good still trying to remain present and still trying to remain like, cause I'm like, damn, like I know in my mind, I'm talking to God at this point. I'm just like, God, you didn't bring this person in my life to connect with me on all levels and make me feel so comfortable and make me feel so like fulfilled to just give me a lesson. Like I'm like, for real, like, this is me <laughs> talking to God, right? So, I'm still going through it. Um, we had fell out a couple times. And then it was always one of those things where he would always come around. And it's like, I miss you, yo. Like, what the hell? Like, and we would kick it and fall victim to the cycle again. And then it was just like, um, I knew it was no good for me. You know, I knew it was a lesson ultimately when I was able to predict and I was able to see and and speak on how things were going to be before they even happened. I feel like at that point, you've already reached the lesson that you're supposed to learn, but you haven't mastered it yet. And that's something that I wholeheartedly come to, come to terms with, right? So... You know, I started to, it started to be one of those things where I was just like standing on how I felt. I would still reach out from time to time because like I said, if I ever loved you, if I ever cared about you, if I ever genuinely, like I'm always going to just 
reach out from time to time. Just make sure you're okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want nothing from you. I don't need anything from you. Just, you know, hey, just checking in on you. You good? Because you never know where people's mental health may lie at the time, at a specific time, right? So I would reach out from time to time. And um, we went a while without speaking. We went a while without speaking. And um, I was at a point in my life where I was like content in my solitude. Like there was nobody that I had a desire to share that singleness with. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have anybody. Then he comes around. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> fuck, right? So he comes back around and, um, but, but I feel like I have the upper hand because, um, you know, even though my heart's in it, my heart, like, my heart's in it, but my heart is also, um, not oblivious to the fact that we know what to expect from Virgil, right? So it's like, ooh, I love you, but no. You know what I mean? Like, it's like stepping into, like, the cold water in the summer when you first, when the pools first open up, and it's just like, ah! Like, but you want to get in because it's hot, but you know it's freezing? That's what, that's a good metaphor. Yo, what's, I'm, I'm really, like, um... Yeah, like that. I'm I'm good. <laughs> so ultimately, right? We um we reconnect or whatever. But this Eva that he gets is different. You know what I mean? This Eva isn't as in it. You know what I mean? Like it's more so like taking things for what it is genuinely and I have no expectations. I'm not I'm connected, but I'm not attached another good metaphor I got that um (laughs) so it is what it is at this point right I still reach out from time to time I don't I'm not upset it's more so like Eva I told you you can't really expect too much from Virgil right so Virgil reaches out to me I read well matter of fact no I'm lying I reach out to Virgil um just to check in like I told y'all I do Right. And um, he said, yeah, I'm good. Thanks for asking. He's like, are you good? And I was like, yeah, thank you. That was that or whatever. Right. So I ended up going to sleep. Mind you, like I go to sleep early. It don't even matter about the weekends. Like I don't have no desire to stay up. So I ended up going to sleep and um, he texts me. He was like, are you up with the eyes? Right. So. Let's pause there. So normally, um, you don't see the the entire picture necessarily when you're in it, right? So um, this is something that I didn't really pay mind to back when I was in it. So now that I am out of the picture and I just look at the picture for face value, there's certain things that kind of click, right? So he texts me that. Um, I want to say close to like 1 a.m., only, only a few things open at that time, right? So, you know, praise God, I was asleep. I wake up in the morning and I respond and I say, hey, you know, I was knocked out. He has an iPhone, it doesn't deliver. So, um, 
I think about it, right? And I'm like, damn, well, when he used to come over and we used to hang out, like, he would turn his phone off. And I, like I said, like I said, when I was in it, I didn't really pay any mind to it. But now that I'm not, it's more so like, okay, so he probably has been doing this, has been had me on a list, y'all. And I was just the stupid ass bitch. I don't want to call myself that. I'll take that back because no, I have to allow myself grace. So I'm going to do that. But I was the idiot that answered the phone when he would hit me up. Because I loved him. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, this is my husband. In my head, this is my husband. Right? So, <laughs> um, at that moment, the next morning, I'm like, damn. Like, I was, it. like, I was, I didn't answer the phone. So, an idiot answered the phone. And he ended up being, that's where he ended up going. And I'm just like, in that moment, I'm like, I was so turned off. Let's just talk about that, Right? Because I'm just like, damn, I have given you something of value, right? I don't care if it's not of value to you. It's a value to me. Um, I've given you something of value. And it was more so like just the thought of knowing that I was on this list. It's just like it was such a turnoff. And it, it just made me look at him in a completely different light. Um, and I even went back and forth with myself about it. Like, as far as like, should I say something? Should I not say something? And it was just like, Eva, it's not even worth it. Like it is what it is. Like you acknowledge it. You realize it. It is what it is. You just move how you're supposed to move. And that's it. Um, so that's just where I'm at with it. It was just like, and it just, I guess it just, it, um, discourages me a little bit because it's like, damn, I have to place you. Like, I have to really not care. Like, I really have to, like, part ways with you in all aspects because it's like, you're better than that, Eva. And I love, I love that I think like that now. Ugh, I love it so much. I love the fact that, like, you know, in my mind, it's like, it's like, damn, you changed. You don't love me no more. It's like, no, it's not that. It's it's one of those things where I'm always being placed in a, like, placed in a space where I have to make ultimatum. Where it's like, you love this person or do you love yourself? And it's like, I'm always going to choose me moving forward. Like, I'm, it's always me. Like, the moment that the ultimatum is between myself and somebody else, like, that's canceled. Like, it's dead. You know what I mean? So, and I love, oh my God, I'm so... Like, I can't even express how grateful I am about, like, about having that mindset, about being that self-aware now. You know what I mean? And that's in all aspects. I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking about, like, with friendships, you know, anything, like, any partnership, anything. Like, the moment that you make me a part of that ultimatum, you're automatically canceled. And it's no, like... It's no bad blood. Like, I have no bad blood with anybody. You know what I mean? I want everybody to win, however that may be. Even if that means that I'm not going to witness it. You know what I mean? I am okay with that. I still want you to win with all, like, with my entire heart. Most sincere um, statement that I've made. So, it was just like, damn, I was on a list. And... 
I'm not going to lie. I did feel some type of way about it, but I felt some type of way because it was like, damn, like, that's why, that's where, like, that whole, that one good characteristic thing is just like, you're no good for me. There's no reason for me to hold on to or be connected to you in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? And I still want you to win, and I still care about you, and I still want what's best for you, even though it's not me. And that sounds cliche as fuck, but you know what I mean? Like, I want to be somebody's, like, everything. You know what I mean? Like, somebody's best friend, somebody's lover, somebody's, you know, worst enemy at the time. You know what I mean? Like, um, I just want to be all those things for one person, and... The moment that you make me feel like I'm not, then I'm not holding on to nothing. So, and I feel like that's where those whole, those seasons with, um, with winning in relationships, they fall, like, I feel like I am, I have, I'm like in that space where like I'm mastering singleness. Um, and I feel like I, there's no way that I can intentionally date without mastering singleness you know what I mean and I feel like I'm there I'm definitely not where I used to be um and I'm very transparent about that like I was somebody that always felt like I needed somebody around and that's not just like of the opposite sex it's just like people like I always needed somebody around I didn't like being by myself now you can't get me to not want to be alone because in that moment in those times where I'm by myself I'm so productive and I'm so like adamant and focused on like strengthening my emotions. I'm a very emotional person. For those that don't know, very emotional. Um, and I just want to just master and learn how to control my emotions. Like I've, like I'm somebody that like when I feel a certain emotion, like it's just so magnified, like, and I just want to just, just be like, let me feel how I feel. Let me go through those emotions, but in a timely manner. And I don't want to dwell in things. You know what I mean? And those are things that I'm mastering. And I love, I can't express how much I love feeling like this. You know what I mean? Like even conversations that I have with people these days, they're like, yo, talking to you is different. You know what I mean? It's just like, I hear a different Eva. And that is fine. Like, those are the things that I, I want people to see, like, I'm moving different, um, talking different, um, you know, just learning how to just, I just want to be a better person. I say that to anybody that I talk, I just want to be a better person. I, that's all I want. So, um, that is what happened to Virgil. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I was just like, damn, y'all was on a list. Can y'all believe that? Can y'all believe that? I didn't, like, I can't even, like, I don't know. I can't relate to that list. Like, I normally have, like, one specific person that I'm, like, focused on at any given moment. You know what I mean? So it's just like, ooh. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to tap in back with you guys. Um, and I just wanted to be transparent um, people have been, you know, just inquiring and wanting to know what's going on with me. You want to know what's going on with me? Tune in to Rooftop Vibes and that will tell you all you need to know about Eva. 
I'll tell you all you need to know. You don't even got to talk to me. You don't got to talk to me. So, um, as always, I love everyone that supports me. Everyone that embraces Rooftop Vibes. The people that have been super loyal, I know that you are that. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, And it's been a while since I got on here. Just because... Like I said, y'all, I'm growing through life and um, I just know that there are certain areas in my life that need more attention than me coming on here. Because then I get on here and talk about, talk to y'all and rant and ramble about my life. You know what I mean? So I'm learning how to handle things within and um, not saying that I won't come in here and give y'all the tea. I definitely will always give y'all the tea. Um, But yeah, life's good. Life's great. Life is what it really should be. And I am so grateful. Um, That's funny because um, I say that to anybody that asks me, how are you? I always say like, I'm good. I'm so grateful. (laughs) Like it's just like a habit because I'm so grateful for the good, for the bad, for the mid. Like I'm grateful for it all, honestly. Um, so as always, I love you guys. I love you guys. Um, make sure you subscribe to my podcast channel. Make sure you leave me comments. Leave, talk to me. Y'all don't even want to talk to me. Yeah. Some of y'all do. Some of y'all definitely are very engaging. Um, but talk to me, shoot me a text, shoot me a DM, um, shoot me a voice message. I'm very good for those, but yeah, I'm out of here. Y'all. I love you guys.